Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, um, welcome to the next episode of the Super Chevy Bros podcast. Um, once again, I'm Cheval, and the other guy is Shavar. Yeah, that's and me. And we also um, have a third person here today. Um, see, Shavar's not good at giving information out, so I actually don't know who you are, Zipporah. So if you could introduce yourself, that would be great for our listeners and for myself, because I don't know anything, so... Okay. Well, hello everyone. (laughs) My name is Zephora. Um, yeah, and I'll be talking with Shavar. And wait, what's the other person's name? (laughs) My name's uh, Shaval. We we have super super similar names. As you can tell, Shavar did an excellent job uh, setting all this up. But um, yeah, no, it's it's been great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, but um. This this episode's going to have a little bit of a different um, format. This episode is actually just going to be like an interview. So um, Shavar had a great idea. He said that um, we could have a discussion about like race in Japan and what it's like to be like a non-Japanese person in that you know country and stuff like that. And I feel like you know I can walk us through the conversation, but as far as it goes, I think. Shavar and uh, Zipporah are probably the people who are better to, you know, answer those questions. So I'll kind of guide us through it. And yeah, that's what we're going to kind of talk about. And um, yeah, you guys just ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I, I think first, yeah, sure. uh, I'm sorry to step on your toes here, Biko, but how long has everyone here been in Japan? Like how much time have you spent? Oh, um, sorry, you got it, my you got it, my brother. I, I'm I'm gonna step back. Yeah, yeah, but how how long have both of you been uh, in Japan, and what brought you there in the first place? Um, well, for me, I'm not currently in Japan. Um, but I was there for about six and a half months, and then I had studied abroad there for about a month and a half, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What really brought me there was, well, the first time was um, I got a scholarship to study abroad and I really like always wanted to go to Japan, you know, because of right. like, anime and stuff like that. So that was the first time. And the second time I just wanted to get like the experience of like living on my own in a foreign country because like in college, I didn't get that opportunity to like live on my own in like a dorm or anything. And I wanted to explore Japan just a little bit more. Okay. Uh Biko, how long have you did how long were you here? <laughs> how long was I there? Um I was there for about <laughs> three months, um, back in twenty fourteen. Yeah. I was there for um I was staying with Shavar out there for from like June to August, I'm pretty sure. Um so I had I had of all three of us I probably have the least amount of experience. Um what about you, Shavar? Um, I don't think we actually ever like said how long you've been over uh, there since we started the podcast. It'll, it'll be five years in a little bit, so uh, I've been here for five nice. years. 
Uh, it's not that. That's not that long. <laughs> Stop. But yeah, I mean, I've you've, been. You've been there longer than both of us. So. Yeah, I've been here yeah. for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I just I came to work and I work. So yeah, I've been here for a while. Let me check these levels. I I feel like I'm much louder than you do. So I'm I gonna, don't. I don't hear any difference. I'm gonna pull. Nah, you sound the same. You sound good. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. So yeah, I've been here. Uh, this is. I'm in my fifth year here so i'll be done with five soon and uh i I came here to work and so i'm doing working i like my job i like working it's it's fun i i i biko knows i like anime and video games but that's not necessarily the (laughs) i'm sorry i've 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 become too assimilated (laughs) but uh that's not exactly why i came here Uh, i was kind of interested in seeing like what actual Japan is, you get lots of the, you know, cosplay and and colorful, cool Japan stuff outside of Japan. So, and of course that stuff isn't real. That's just you know advertising. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, I that's what I that's why I came. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's that's pretty cool. But um, yeah. So you know, you guys both had your different interests for going there. Like, sure, you went there for work and Zipporah, You know, you had a lot of different preconceptions of japan that you guys had seen through like media and stuff but yeah my next question is like you know how did you guys like how did it compare to what you originally thought it was going to be like and <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out like i don't want you to say like was it good or bad but like how did it compare to what you originally expected um from your like like what, it, what what was it like before you went and then when you got there did it like live up to your expectations you can go um, ahead, Zippy. Yeah. Thank you. Like the first time I went, like back when I was in college, like you know, like like you said, like watching anime and things like that. Um, I kind of expected it to be like that in a sense. Um, not like on some like Bleach or Naruto type stuff, <laughs> but like um, just like the daily life, like you know, seeing the people going to school, um, how like Japanese business was. Yeah. So I already had some form of idea of like how Japanese society was. So like the first time I went when I was in college, it was like it was awesome. It was like the best like experience I had ever. Where and where then, did you go to school? Like what city? Um, I went to school in Japan or here in, in, the in Japan. In Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Oh, I went to um school. It's called Sophia University. It's in Tokyo. Okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. so you were in like one of the bigger cities in Tokyo, like, um, and and have you like traveled to any other parts of um, Japan in general um, besides Tokyo? Um, well, the second time I went when I was living um in Japan for work, um, I went to I got to go to Osaka, um, and I was also living in Fukuoka, and then. I'll be like in like two months. I'll be going back, and I'll be able to see like Kyoto and stuff like that. Oh, awesome, awesome! And um, and, and in your opinion, when it comes to like staying in Tokyo and like you know compared to a place like Fukuoka, is there like a big difference in like you know the culture in both of those places, or just kind of the same across the board? Um, it depends. I think like in Tokyo. Um, for me, because I grew up in New York City, so I was already familiar with, like, a lot of diversity. Like, Tokyo yeah. was more 
fitting for me. Um, but in Fukuoka, like it's like smaller, it's not as hectic, and you know it's not as diverse as Tokyo. So right. I would be like that. Those are the differences, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I've heard <clears throat> that in Tokyo, like you can you can kind of get away if you just speak like English there. Like you don't really have to use a lot of Japanese. Like, is that correct? Have either have either one of y'all like been able to confirm that when like switching from both of those places? Well, I, I, th- um, I th- oh, go ahead, Zippy. Well, for me, I think English just in Japan is like I said. I haven't been like far out into like the countrysides or anything like that. But I think English in Japan, like there's a lot of like English signs. Um, you know, like English menus. It's just like you know because they have a huge influx of like English foreigners, so they really cater to that. So I don't. No, I think it's about the same. I th- I think um, I think in Tokyo you're definitely going to get more English around, but uh, as a whole, I, I I personally think the English is very lacking in in this country. As far as there are some signs and you know on highways <laughs> and things like that, but um, when you look at what you can do, if you're here for a short time, like as a tourist or something, it seems pretty good. But when you get yeah, into, like, I mean, if you want to go to any restaurant, not just the ones your friends take you to, if you want to go to, like, uh, you know, certain events or anything, you're kind of up a creek if you don't have Japanese. If you're just looking for a place, like, on the street and you ask someone, there's a chance someone will know enough English and point you in the right direction. But, I don't know, I, I always feel like if you're... Um, if... If you're here and you never learn or get any kind of Japanese in your system as far as, like, speaking, you're going to be limited socially and and experience-wise to the same places. Like, I, I, a lot of foreigners come and work for my job company, and a lot of them don't learn anything. Because, you know, they're here for a short time, or it's it's a yeah. hard language to... Like, learn in the same way other languages are. Like, you can't start with reading. I mean, when I was down there, I remember I could get away. I I could get around for the most part. There were a couple of times I got, like, stumped in conversations. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel feel like I couldn't read half the stuff down there when I was there. But that's probably because we were in, like, Fukuoka and stuff. But, But, like, those people tend to go to the same, like, bars and things every night or every weekend and stuff. So, I think the English is fine if you're, like... Olympics is coming. People are going to be walking around. I, I think the it's at this level now. It's okay. Like people will find signs and be able to go to stations they need to go to. But uh, I think it's very limiting if you don't have at least a little bit yeah, of but, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to know at least a little bit. And and yeah, that that's actually. A good segue. Um, how much, <laughs> respective, like to each of y'all, how much Japanese did you know when you first moved to um, Japan for like the first time, or like when you first visited for the first time? How much Japanese did you know? And <laughs> when I since, got here, since, since you've been there, yeah, and since you've been there, like how much have you learned? Has it really like affected your experience? When I got on the plane, I knew uh, zero. I knew sushi and. Uh, <laughs> Tokyo and Mount Fuji. That's it. I I, I didn't know manga. And like, yeah, I, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when, on the plane, I uh, I read the horrible culture book that 
they always recommend you read, which doesn't teach you anything. And then uh, I actually touched down and knew absolutely zero still. So I, I knew nothing when I came. Now I'm I'm okay. I can like I can go to any restaurant and be okay. I can have conversations with people at a bar or something that like people don't like talk yet to politics or anything so i <laughs> i can figure out what well, that's good at least i can figure out what's happening uh i still uh, i don't speak as well as i would like like um my my listening is okay but when it comes to like putting the words together i'm not exactly sure the best way to say exactly what i want but here's a hint for anyone who does want to speak japanese just go as caveman as you can because it it does just boil down to verb time place <laughs> and then and mm-hmm. then you're okay how about you zippy um for me the very first time i went there like i knew like basic like phrases like hello thank you uh where is this where is that you know mm-hmm. um i couldn't read like any hiragana or katakana or even kanji at that part at the most but um after studying there because i took a japanese language class um when i was in college in tokyo mm-hmm. so after studying like that for the month and a half that i was there i was able to walk out of there reading like hiragana and katakana um, and then when the second time I went, um, it, it was mainly because, like, since I went home for, like, a year and a half mm-hmm. or two before the time I went back, like, I could hear it. But it was very difficult for me to, like, p- put the sentence in, like, the proper, like, contacts or, like, in order and whatever. Mm-hmm. But after living there for, like, the six and a half months that I was there i would say that i definitely like picked up like a lot of like restaurant phrases uh you know like office workplace phrases Mm -hmm. things like that so yeah i feel like i'm okay okay yeah okay well it's good to see like you know different opinions on that stuff because i mean to this day i don't think shavar knows any japanese as far as i'm concerned but (laughs) <laughs> um, goes to show you can live there for five years and not know a lick of Japanese, but it's it's okay. Um, but yeah, so one thing that I thought was interesting when I went down there and when I was like visiting Shivar and stuff is that a lot of Japan is like mostly, especially where like you go like Fukuoka and stuff. Which Shivar said that that's like you know not it, it's 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 considered like sort of countryside, but it's not exactly countryside. But it's not as like you know big city life as Tokyo. It's but it's the it's the seventh biggest city, I think, or eighth biggest city in the country, something like that. Yeah. Is that oh, okay? Well, you know, but, I'm wrong. like when you but, look at the difference um... between one, two, and three, and then go down further to four, five, and six, like it's very stark. Like, of course, you've got Tokyo yeah. and then Yokohama and Osaka, but like Japanese people have a thing where they all kind of move to one place. So yeah. You have the big, big cities, and everything in between is very, very empty, and there's a lot of nothing happening. Like if, you, if you ever ride the Shinkansen, you'll see there's a lot of nothing in between like everything. Texas <clears throat> yeah, but Texas is different, where you don't have... Texas doesn't really have that many... You got, you've got you got, what cities? Dallas, Austin, San Dallas, Antonio, Houston, Houston, Austin. Houston. 
And then you've got... uh, Yeah, El Paso. That's Mexico. And then you've got the... (laughs) Then you've got little small cities and stuff around it. But Texas doesn't have that many people, you know? Like 120 million people in Japan. Texas is bigger and has much, much fewer, so... Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, so, you know, with, like, these high concentration, like, of Japanese populations in a lot of places, because one thing that I noticed immediately when you get to Japan is that you don't really see, like, a lot of non-Japanese people, um, for the most part, when you're walking around and stuff. Japan is 90, I think now it's, uh, 98.9% Japanese. Oh, wow, that's, that's insane but um it's not that i mean most of asia is like that korea is something like 96 percent and uh china is maybe somewhere around 80 something 89 88 so yeah 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 but um as as far as like y'all's experience like being there and not being (laughs) pico you let your texas out there y'all you're showing your texas y'all is a more efficient word Okay. Anyway, okay, you all, um, your being. <laughs> okay. Well, fine. yeah, with, y'all, with y'all being there and being non-Japanese people, like, were there any like weird or like different cultural differences that you saw, like, just in terms of, like how people interact with you and stuff? Like, will people treat you different just because you're not like <laughs> every other Japanese people, every other like Japanese person or something? Because I mean, I have my own like examples, but I'm curious, like. If there's anything you guys experience day to day or like a single like happening that you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. Um, I mean, I know I had a few and it happened more the second time I was there rather than the first time. Yeah. And is there like a specific, <laughs> is there a specific like, moment that sticks out or anything like that? Um, well, I was, I went out one day. Um, this is, I think like after christmas or whatever um i went out one day and i went into like tenji in the main city and i was just like you know looking around shopping and whatever so i found like my favorite store michael kors so i went there just to you know like look around and whatever so you know automatically i go in you know they're like oh and they're you know like all gawking me down like as like i look around the store and whatnot so like the lady who was working there, um, she came up to me and whatever, and she was speaking to me in English. Um, her English was okay, but I could understand her. And mean, meanwhile, I had like a Michael Kors book bag on my back. So, um, you know, she was asking me, like, "Oh, um, I didn't know in your country." Well, she didn't ask, but she pretty much said it. But she said to me, oh, I didn't know in your country that you had Michael Kors. And I was looking at her like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, And she was like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from America. <laughs> like, And then like her face just automatically just like, you know, turned like, uh-oh. Like I said I something. This is going. <laughs> so I guess she assumed. I mean, I am of African descent, but I guess she assumed I was from, like, Africa, Africa. And I guess she assumed, you know, there's no Michael Kors there. So she assumed that I couldn't afford Michael Kors. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah. African countries don't have that stuff, right? No, but well, I, um, I think it's. I mean, that goes back to the ninety-eight percent Japanese thing. Like their view of a, their view of the outside world because they don't travel a lot. They don't um, like take in a lot of what happens outside. And this country is kind of like a bubble. I mean, they view the rest of the world the same. They think America is, you know, blue, blue eyes, blonde hair. <laughs> they think. You know, German. It's go. It's not just skin or like race either. It's like food. They think everyone only eats the same things and everyone only looks the same way. If you're black, you're from, you know, Jamaica or Jamaica or or Africa or something. That's just how they see the world, and it's. it's I don't know. I think it's kind of almost pathetic because it's 2018. There's no reason for you not to be able mm. to. Uh, reach what's going on outside yeah that's like how i feel i feel like you know you have google japan google korea google everything and i mean if you could sit there and google whatever it is you're looking to google like you definitely should google other people just to be like more aware you know it's not like 1957 where there is no google you know well yeah. I, I think I think a big part is first the education in in Japan um, is as far as you know talking about other countries is horrible, but also the computer education is non-existent. So mm-hmm. people don't people know what Google is, and people know they can type a thing into Google to find it. But the only things they're typing into Google are things that they're seeing on advertisements, so they can get to the website or. Um, they're not like looking up things that, that kind of culture of learning things through just sitting down and researching is not a, like, that's not like a very popular thing here. Like you'll see it in TV shows. If you watch a drama and a girl hears about something she doesn't know, it's like a whole five minute section where she'll sit down at a computer and she'll, she'll say, "Mm, Oh, what do I do? And she'll type (laughs) into the computer. Like it, they'll have a fake Google, like frugal or something like that and it's like a thing because that is not something people know and uh i don't know like learning kind of stops in japan after university or high school it's like you don't do you just learn your job after that and then you just Uh move on (laughs) yeah pretty much uh I, i me in particular as far as like uh not be in Japan. And J- I, I see it every day. There's something. <laughs> every day, there's, there's a thing that, you know. And at first, when I was here, at first, I was very, like, surprised and and um, a little baffled sometimes. Because, Biko, we're from Texas. We get racist stuff all the time that happens. And it's, like, either malicious or you know oh yeah or or oh, just yeah. like the the occasional racist dude he'll just do racist stuff cuz they know like you can't hit, you can't do anything about it like even if someone calls you uh, uh something you can't you can't hit him really if you mm. do you go you're in trouble you know what i mean like yeah, that, that's, that's but texas not allowed that's texas right but like here people will say stuff to you and then you see the smile on their face or the like it, it's like what I don't, I don't get what's happening here. Like when I when I was in training, um, I was I, I'm I'm a teacher, so I was teaching a student, and he's like, 
you know, you're, you you look like Kumamon. I'm gonna call you Kumamon. <laughs> and if oh, you don't, if God. you and if you don't know, who the, that's that's a mascot for the city of Kumamoto, who is basically uh, the bear version of Mr. Popo, which is basically uh, a like a jet black bear with two round uh, red cheeks. And uh, I don't know. I, it was. It, it wasn't. Uh, blue. Huh? I thought Kumamon was blue. No, Kumamon is no, he's jet black, black, isn't he? Yeah. Jet black. Oh. He he he's he's blacker than the night sky. <laughs> that yeah, he's like just this it, black bear. Yeah. It's not racist, really. Like, but I like that was kind of my first uh, taste into the being somewhere where. Everyone, all of their lives, have been surrounded by everyone who looks like them and thinks like yeah. them and eats the same food and knows the same yeah. things and has had the exact same education. That like, it it shows up every day, all the time, all around. Uh, people don't think I know how to do things. Like I can't. The worst question: Do you, oh my god, you know how to use chopsticks? Sugoi. Like uh, I've been <laughs> using chopsticks. We have chopsticks in America, man. <laughs> like, yeah, can you exactly. use a fork? What kind of question? What kind of? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but that's how things work here. Mm-hmm. So, wh- yeah, what's dude. your view? What? Wh- how do you feel about Japan now after you've been here on two different occasions, Zippy? Um. Well, I mean, I always like love Japan. Mm-hmm. And whatnot, but like now that I've actually lived in Japan and like seen like how like things go on a day to day basis and just got to understand like the thinking and whatnot, I don't view Japan as bad, but I do think that they should start educating themselves not only just to like black people but to other people in the world as well because i do see like like chivar said like they they have like this one um like idea that oh all americans blonde hair blue eyes like they don't know that like america is just not blonde hair and blue eyes anymore so you know so i do think that they should open themselves up more to getting to learn that um, but for the most part, like, I still, like, love Japan. I would definitely return. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I love Japan. I, but I, I don't think I like it for the same reasons most other people do. Like, I, I hate the, the logic that works here. I hate the, the s- s- tradition for the sake of tradition. I hate Yeah, but what the... do you like? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> what I, what I like is not how like to me that is that is actually racist in itself like to say japanese mm-hmm. people are this and that and and i like them because of this and that like that that's boiling people down to like a stereotype even if you're making it positive like just saying the asian kid is smart in class yeah that's that's a good thing but it's still kind of racist so like i like Jap- japan because of like the people i know and the places i go and i like that i can go drink in a park and i like last week everyone was drinking in the park and i i like that i can you know it, it is you know it's not the safest place like you hear in the world from stuff but i like 
Kalanick is always telling me about stalkers or someone doing something and all that junk. But I do like that I can fight anyone in this country and win. No one can hurt me. It's like they're all... Oh, God. That's no, really. No, really, dude. Hold, hold on. It, that is a very empowering thing, knowing that not a single person out of 120 million could hurt me in a way that would significantly... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a cool thing. So I do love this country. I love being here. I, 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 I do like the people, uh, like some of the people, and you know, I don't, I can't say I love it because of anime. I can't say I love it because of, you know, people are nice and culture and and polite. Because that's all fake, you know. When people talk about uh-huh. service, is oh the service is so amazing in Japan. Well, you gotta realize those are people working, and it's just service. On another day, they won't look at you. And service uh-huh. in a, in yeah. here, like if when it, when they come to my table and they bring my food, and then they take twenty minutes telling me what each thing on the plate is before I can eat, I'm not happy because I want my food hot and I want to eat it hot. I don't need you to tell me this is shrimp and this is miso and this is I don't need that. But that's what they do. Yeah, that's not service. They, that's they, just an old yeah. thing they do. And then it's it's all for naught. Like, you walk into a store and they're like, eat a shimasan. They don't... That's just a thing. It, it's it's yeah. worse than a hello. Because at least a hello, someone looks you in the face and, like, acknowledges you're there. They're just spouting. And they do it for the sake of doing it. So, I don't like it for that stuff. I like it for you know my best friends and the people i meet and go drink with and run into and then have a good night and you might never see him again but it was fun that's what i like yeah yeah no that that makes total sense but um yeah i mean you guys you guys are talking about a lot of different things that like you know people may have like their misconceptions of and how it you know how there's like a lot of things that it seems you guys have gotten used to after spending like your much different amounts of time in japan but if somebody like let's say one of our listeners is like you know planning a trip or like they want to like go visit or something like that even if it's for somebody who's only gonna be there for like a week or two what are like some tips you can give about like staying in japan even if it's for a temporary amount of time no (laughs) go ahead zippy no no just gotta get my i gotta get my list out hold on i'm thinking there's so many and that was my problem when I went there. Um, you know, being just as Americanized as I am, like, I went over there with some bad habits and whatnot. So, um, trying to think of one. I mean, if they're just going for, like, a week or two, I would just say, especially for, like, girls, um, don't dress, like, too provocatively when coming that would be one and um why not because japan's very reserved like here in america like you could go down the street and like um what a tube top a belly shirt and like really short shorts and nobody would really look at you like strange you know but like in japan like if you was to do that just because like their fashion is so reserved um, you know, people might look at you differently, you know? Mm. Well, I, dif- so, I definitely think it depends on the year as well. Um, it de- it, 
I, I've seen some very provocative dress here by Japanese girls and things, and they don't get like a second look. And it depends. Like if you're a foreigner, you're gonna get Is it more the eyes daytime? anyway. Is yeah, the in the day, time? in the daytime, I've seen some stuff. But I think it depends on the season because the fa- they are very fashionable. They change with the fashion at the point. At right now, everyone's wearing garbage bags, so like it's oh. all yeah, everything's really baggy. There are no like the sleeves go over the fingers the the Ugh. the pants are like like they're like old like samurai pants and stuff like it's that's what's in style right now but at, at other times at other years i've been here like summertime girls are walking around short shorts you know high socks yeah yeah and it just depends yeah. on what's like fashionable but if you are a foreigner and especially women because women can dress provocatively i don't know how a guy could but if if you're if you're a foreigner and you're a woman and you dress provocatively and you don't look japanese you're going to catch more eyes like kulanika uh she's clearly not japanese and she just wears what she wants but uh you know people look more because yeah sexier yeah but but besides okay yeah stop bragging about your wife or whatever um i'm not (laughs) any anyway i mean like yeah but besides like clothing and stuff like is there any other like tips you can give in terms of like just things to look out for like i remember one thing that i remember is that like when i first wanted to eat i had no idea what to do and like (laughs) that even came with like cooking and stuff like that like I know, like, grocery shopping there is different. Like, is there any, like, other things that y'all can, like, point out in terms of, like... Like, even you can just say, like, with food and stuff. Like, what did you, like, eat daily while you were there? What do you currently eat, like, daily? I would say don't get trapped into the uh, convenience store trap. Like, there are people who every day go to the convenience store and eat every day from the convenience store. And it's not good. I mean, the food is very... The food is different. If you're... the bento boxes and stuff, right? Right. And yeah, I can see how that's exciting for someone who's looking forward to, like, Japanese stuff. But that's really, like, the trashiest of food. You should go and cook and make stuff. Yeah, it's pretty unhealthy. Um, What else about food? Don't get too excited. If If you're here for a long time... You're going to be more disappointed than if you're here for a short time. If you're here for a short time, you're going to have your yakiniku and teponyaki and all that food. And you're going to be like, oh, that's great. If you're here for a long time, it's going to start wearing on you because that's all there is. It's just rice, shoyu, meeting, sake, and a meat. And if you're vegetarian, you're kind of up a creek as well. So if you're here for a short time, you know, enjoy it if you like that food if you're here for a long time i would learn to cook yeah that's what i was gonna say you definitely that's what i did like i knew how to cook from home but definitely that's what i was doing like every sunday like i would cook like for the week because the convenient the convenient food was just like it started like trevor said it just weighs you down it's just not good for you yeah yeah, yeah, like you know, it. The, I always thought that was an interesting thing. I know, like produce and stuff, like a lot of it, like costs differently. And like I know that there were a couple times where like Shavar was lazy and he's like, "You cook something to eat," and I had like the hardest time trying to find like ingredients and stuff. But oh yeah, that's um, tough. Yeah, like I, I know you guys like because I know I know Shavar and I know you you probably too Zipporah. I mean, you guys probably knew how to cook before you got there, but like. 
did your cooking have to like change <laughs> because yeah i didn't have no saxophone and no adobo <laughs> <laughs> no and it's funny because i know exactly what you mean you can't it's it's almost yeah impossible it's very limited and uh, the stuff you need is always expensive fruits are super expensive vegetables are way oh, too yeah. expensive this is a fish country right <laughs> fish is expensive i pay the same for like three cuts of fish like small pieces of salmon here as i would pay for a whole fillet back in the u.s Christ. like it's expensive mm-hmm. so you, you're gonna have to uh you know make do I, I i recommend cooking simple things that are still healthy like you can make japanese food at home and change it because the, the thing is if you go to a restaurant or you go to an izakaya or something the 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 oyakodon in restaurant a b and c will all be the same there's no variation but you, yep. if you like that food, you can go home and make it the way you want with white, you know, white meat or like cheese or whatever is going to make you happy. You can make still with the same ingredients better food at home. Well, I, I remember one of your um, complaints about the food in Japan is that you said like it doesn't get seasoned a lot. It, what do you mean <laughs> a lot? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> It has like no seasoning, right? Okay. Like, like what, if, what if you want to be a master Japanese chef, step one, don't cook it. Step two, if you do decide to cook it, put it with shoyu, meeting, <laughs> sake, sugar, put it in a pan, wait, stir it, throw some old vegetables on it, make sure you boil them so they have no nutrition, and then put it on rice. And that's any Japanese food. Like That's not a joke at all. That's it. This is just rice and and maybe like a meat that's been on the grill mm. for three seconds or something. Maybe, or just not okay. cooked at all. Just cut the fish and give it to you. Just like put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that. Well, that's, oh, that's by the enough. way, this uh, while we're on food, I was taught uh, the udon recipe by a person who makes udon every year for whatever udon reason they make udon is the most basic of noodles ever it's just flour that's it there's nothing that's else it? it's ju- you just flour you knead it you put and you cut it and you boil it that's it i didn't really like udon like that that was my least favorite like japanese like noodle mm. uh, it, i'm to me a noodle is a noodle a noodle you know i I, I don't eat that many, but they'll tell you, like, oh, I'll go to this place. They have the best udon. I'm like, really? Because it's all the same soup, and it's it's all the same noodle. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, what were you on to, Biko? Um, yeah, no, I just I just wanted to see, like, you know, any, like... I, I like seeing what y'all's perspective is after being there and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, I was going to say, like, what popular, you know, dish that people like like to see that were you kind of disappointed about or something like that. But, you know, I don't want to make this into, like, a whole food thing. But, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so, you know, you, you talked about, like, you know, just different suggestions and stuff like that for staying there for a short time. But, um I know, and in Zipporah, and when you said you're going back, is there a specific reason you're going back? Um, that's a whole, I, well, you see, I wanted to do, like, go on vacation, like, I like to go, like, places, like, once a year. My original plan was, I wanted to go, like, around Europe, but because Mm -hmm. one of my friends, like, he really 
wanted to go to Japan and he was scared of getting lost in Japan, I was like, okay, I'll go back and just <laughs> help you around. But he bailed last minute, so I have to go back because I got my plane ticket. Oh, okay. Wow. Are you, yeah. are you, oh, okay. are you coming <laughs> so here to <laughs> Fukuoka? Are you going to Tokyo or... Um, I'll be in Tokyo, Kyoto, Fukuoka, and then okay. I'll stop by to Seoul uh, since I haven't been there before I head back to the States. Oh, that'd be cool. Seoul's yeah. great. I've I've been there three times now. It's fun. Awesome. Good place. Yeah. And people speak yeah, English. But, um... <laughs> well, what were your what were your, some of you guys' like favorite things to do that you wouldn't do like in America and stuff? when you stayed or currently stay in Japan? Um, like I said, uh, yeah, go ahead, Zippy. Uh, that I couldn't do in America. I'm trying to think. There's not so much you can't have, do. Yeah. That's what I was gonna <laughs> There's not so much. I would just say for me, it was like, I guess like being able to drink in public openly. Yeah. Um, because like here where <laughs> I live in Pennsylvania, like, you know, you have to drive, so you should not be like intoxicated behind a vehicle. Um, everything stops at like one forty five, two AM. No liquor is out or can be distributed. So I would say that was mainly it. But everything that I did in America, I basically did over there, except for driving. I was I couldn't drive over there. Oh yeah, that's that's true. It's mostly like public transit and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 What about what about you, Shore? Oh, it's the same. Like I didn't drink in America. I didn't drink until I came here to Japan. Uh, yeah. Because you can't, like, you can't make. It's hard to make friends if you don't drink in Japan. So if you're a person who doesn't drink in Japan, and if you're a guy, I think if you're a woman, maybe it you can still make friends and do that stuff but i think if you're a guy and you don't drink it's a little more difficult because japanese people tend to open up more when they drink and that's kind of like (laughs) that is their drinking hole to go like they they want to after work or after something let's go drinking let's talk not about anything bad they never talk about politics or like wife problems or something just go and drink and have fun and open up so like I that's why I started drinking because that's what people do here. You drink, and you know I like drinking. It's fun, and I can do it outside, <laughs> okay, and buddy. I can do it on the street, and I can walk, do it on a roof. I did it there on a roof one there time. There was one time when I was visiting Shavar. He said, "Hey, Biko, <laughs> we're gonna go to a beer garden." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" You know, I'm like, <sighs> I'm like 19. I'm technically illegally drinking because I know like the the drinking age is like 20 over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they never carded me because I was American. They're just like whatever. But um, Shavara was like, "Hey, let's go to a beer garden." I was like, "Yeah, cool." So we get on the bus and we get a couple of beers from the convenience store, and then we stop the at this corner that has like a tree. We get on the train, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then <laughs> we're sitting there drinking for a minute. After about twenty minutes, I'm like, "So where's the beer garden?" Shavara <laughs> and Shavara and, and Matt go, "Oh, th- we're here." <laughs> We're just day drinking at like 2 p.m. What? under a tree, and they're like, This is the beer garden. So I never trust anything Shavar says ever again. Hold on. But that was the beer garden. 
There was nothing. No. Hold on. There was. There was. There are three trees. This wasn't an official establishment. We were just on the corner of a street next to a train station. (laughs) So yeah, that's the kind of shit they do in Japan for fun. But (laughs) hold on, dude. That 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 was a good time, was it not? I mean, yeah, it was fun, but only because we did other stuff afterwards. That's all we did all day. I'd be bored. Uh, young people, young people, uh, young people just like standing on the corner and drinking forties. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> drinking forties? Uh, <laughs> well, is there anything else y'all'd like to like just say in general about your like your you know, your experience in Japan and like just you know what you could take away from it? Like, because I know Shavar, I know. You're coming back home soon. Is there anything that you're gonna miss, or anything that you think you're gonna adjust to? Because I know for sure you probably can't drive for shit anymore. But um, is there anything else that, like, you know, y'all would like to say about the experience that, like, you have to like adjust back to, or like anything like that? No, I, I don't want to talk about. It. <clears throat> you don't want to talk about it? No. Nope. No. Go ahead, Zippy. All you. <laughs> um. Wow. Adjusting back, I would say for me, it was definitely driving. I came back and I ran a red light. So, yeah. <laughs> so, driving was one. Um, but I guess like coming back after living in like such a homogenous society for an extended period of time, um, I think like it makes you appreciate like where you come from a little more you know mm. yeah no that makes sense like you yeah. can miss a lot of the stuff that you could do back home and stuff like that yeah in that aspect yeah well I, I i think it's like amazing like um when you think about home like when home we say you know america there are lots of we mm-hmm. we always talk about like racism and sexism and transphobia and all the phobias and stuff but like really when you look at like me being here and seeing the how people discriminate and there's not a blink <laughs> of an eye or like how people don't even consider certain things like it's and some people really have the belief that like having different people together is going to cause destruction and chaos. So you should be yeah. separated. Like I think it's I, I've come to appreciate like the efforts people have made in America to like live together and be together and not hate each other. And it's I think it's actually great that we talk about these things maybe not constantly it kind of makes you depressed and gets tiring but i think it's really (laughs) nice that people do consider like talking about is this a good thing or not is this sexist or is this racist and sometimes you go over the board but i think it's better to talk about it than not which is what happens in japan so yeah yeah they tend to like in japan like i even noticed that like they tend to whatever it is, whether from racism, whatever it is, um, they tend to not talk about it. Like, they'll just, like, mm-hmm. let it linger in the air. And, like, you know it's there, but, you know, they'll try their best and put on, like, a fake smile and happiness and just completely ignore the situation. 
Yeah, it, it's hmm. a lot to do with um, like people. Pe- I think a lot of people here have replaced complacency with happiness. Er, happiness with complacency, uh-huh. in that like they people don't want to confront negative and bad things, uh, mm-hmm. especially on the societal level, um, because on a personal level things are already tough for everyone you know people have bad relationships or work is tough or you know you're tired and nothing is happening in your life and then to add on top of that like also we're we're kind of xenophobic or also you know we have a government that doesn't do anything but or we have bad education like i think that's a little too much for people so when they see even like I've seen those posters, they have lots of posters about drunk driving and 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 don't drink and like people vandalize and rip them down and stuff like that. I, and you know some of it's just kids, but I think a lot of it is people don't want to see it either. They kind of want to just yeah stay in their own world. It's too much. Yeah, no. Yeah, and <clears throat> that you know it, I feel like that's truly like a difference in like socialization and stuff between like. America and Japan, but um, very serious question um, with the current state of like politics and stuff and all those different things. Where would you rather live in Japan right now? Or would you rather live in America? <laughs> um, I, I actually was thinking about this the other day. Um, well, I guess it, for me it depends. Like, I come from the northern part of America, so yeah. you know, like, there's not as much racism as there is like definitely in like southern states of course um but you know you still have just like being black in america like you still have that fear like oh you know if i get in my car and i get pulled over like is this cop going to like shoot me just like for no reason of course yeah but like even like in japan while i was there i never really had to think about that you know I never, it never crossed my mind, like, while I was there. Being, um, do you think there is, like, well, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but do you think there is any difference being black in Japan versus being, like, a not black foreigner? Wait, repeat that one more time? Do you think there's a difference being a foreigner in Japan who's black versus not being black? Like, do you think, uh, uh, you know, a white American would have a different experience compared to an African-American? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think so. I feel like, um, especially, like, if you're, like, white, like, you're highly worshipped there. And I've seen it, like, even at my job, like, that I used to work in Japan, like, so many times. Um, You you know, Japanese people or Asian people, they do hold you know, like, white European people up to a certain standard, and they also do have, like, this, um, you know, like, this idea of what Black people are, too, but I do think that, to some extent, um, white foreigners or European foreigners are treated differently than Black foreigners, definitely. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. So back to where would you rather be? <laughs> yeah, where where would you rather be if you had to like choose? Uh, I mean, let me think. Um, hey, just just uh, don't forget they're dropping bombs over here. 
They, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're playing. True. They're that's playing. True. They're playing a uh, nuke volleyball. Uh, <laughs> I mean, damn, everything's so tough right now. I mean, America, honestly, since you know who came into office, it's just been going left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he, he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> I would say if I was given the option. I would probably stay in. Oh man, this is hard. This is so hard because I just where think it's I funny live... that, that it is a hard choice. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like well... I said, for me, like for me, where I live in America, like it's a very diverse place. So. Like on a day to day basis, like I don't experience like real racial prejudice, you know. Mm-hmm. But then again, like I said, in Japan, you, you know, you're different, you're other, so of course, you're going to be treated like kind of different. Um, I mean, if you know who wasn't the president of the United States, uh, and we have somebody else, I would probably like stay in New York, but. Since he is the president of the United States, and if I had to, I would probably choose go back to Tokyo. Huh? Okay. I, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a pretty big like deciding factor. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I mean, Shavar, are you afraid to come back now? You, you no, 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 stay? I'm, not, I'm not afraid of nobody. I mean, more people can beat me up, yeah, but I'm I'm fine. I I'm, more people I'm, can beat you. <laughs> Then more people can beat me up in America than they can in Japan, yeah, but I'm not fine. Uh, I, I, if, <clears throat> like, I'm happy here, so I want to be here. But as far as politics, I like politics and things. If I'm going to speak as, like, a person, if I'm talking about future and things, Japanese government is very stagnant and uh, uncontrollable. So I, I would... S- like, if I'm going to talk about, like, controlling my future, I'd much rather be in America because you can change things with a vote. I mean, we've seen how in the past <clears throat> 10 years things have flipped. Whether you like the flip or not, it, it, things have changed yeah. a lot. So Yeah, I feel like there's more, like, autonomy in terms of, like, how... The country works, if that makes sense. Well, it's that people here, like I talked, like I talked about before, they care more about the individual. Even though they're all about like the group thought, they care more about the individual, like their individual lives. So a lot of people don't vote, and a lot of people don't pay attention to politics. They don't agree with what's happening. They don't like what's happening, but they don't really have a voice because they've never thought about giving their voice to it. Like they see government as a separate entity that will do what it does so like if you're in japan you kind of have no control you, like your vote means absolutely nothing and and as a yeah. foreigner i can't vote anyway so i also can't give blood because i'm dirty if i'm if i'm going to talk about like my future and and things like change and the betterment of the world it's going to happen more in america if we're talking about just having a comfortable life and you know i'd rather stay here and you know, be stagnant. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I wanted to ask you, Zippy, because we're both guys, and um, how how is do you think? Uh, what's your experience as a woman in like a foreign woman in Japan? Because I do, 
I think there might be a difference in how people interact with you and talk with you and yeah. uh, your opportunities yeah, to do things. Yeah, thank um, you. For the most part, um, especially being like a woman in Japan, um, it was very difficult for me, especially when like I, I got settled into like Japan. Like at first, I didn't realize it, but like after a couple of months, I did. It was very hard for me to see, um, how do you say, like, women who didn't look like me, especially, like, in media and, like, fashion and things like that. Like, I would see, like, European women, like, in the fashion magazines, things like that. But then you sit there and be like, well, you know, it's like, black women were not beautiful enough to be in these magazines, like it kind of, like, makes you sad, and also, like, just going to, like, the beauty, like, stores and everything, even when I went to Thailand, like, in Asia, they're really big on, especially for women, they're very big on bleaching their skin to be, like, really, really pale white, so, you know, I try to look at it, like, it's their culture, and, you know, this is all, it's, like, centuries and years of thinking this way, But then at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, like, I'm never going to be like pale, pale, like Michael Jackson white. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like, it kind of like, you know, started like playing with me mentally because, you know, I came from like a diverse setting. So I was familiar with like Asian women, Spanish women, black women, white women, mixed women, whoever. So I think like definitely being a woman in Japan and especially being like a darker woman in Japan, um, it's quite an experience. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. I just wanted to to know. Uh, Yeah, it's good to get that perspective because, I mean, neither one of us can answer that. So, Um, yeah, I mean, well, I feel like that covers a lot of um, what we wanted to talk about with this interview because I like getting the different perspectives on a lot of stuff. Cause I mean, I was only there for like three months, so I can't really speak to a lot of what either one of you guys can, but um, is there anything else you'd like to add in general, just about Japan or about your experience or, you know, why you want to go back? Um, maybe like any of your like really like big memories or anything like that. If any of you guys want to add anything, that'd be great. Mm. And if you don't have anything, that's okay, too. I'm not going to, like, force <laughs> an answer out of you. <laughs> um, I got to think. Trevor, you could go first. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 like, I'm always on this podcast, so <laughs> my, my ideas are going to leak out constantly. Um, there's nothing else I, I really want to add. I just... Uh, like coming to Japan and like I grew up a lot here like I came when I was 23 right Biko 22 or 23 23 23 uh, I would say 23 I think yeah it's 23 uh, I stopped counting my age like two years ago because it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter but I started coming here when I was like 23 I came here when I was 23 and like I you know I've made my best friends here I've made uh like i've you know met the woman of my life here i've made no no enemies because like i said no one can stand to this but i i've 
I've been in touched and done so many new things here. Like we might speak a little negatively about Japan, but there's a lot of good stuff here. It's just not in the things I think people expect to see and like the convenience stores and the the anime and the that kind of stereotypical stuff which is not true. Like Japan does have problems, but outside of that, it is a good place to be. And uh, I, I enjoy being here. That's it. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's that's good. I mean, you know, it's it's good to like see what it's like to live in a different country because I feel like a lot of people don't even really get that opportunity or anything like that. So you know, it's always good to get those perspectives, especially from. I mean, in my opinion, from black people because I just remember being there and it's like people are like, "Oh, can I go grab your hair? This is fine, right?" But, um, yeah, people do do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they they love to do that because they see black people yeah. and they're like, oh, I had it happen to me. But they do do it with each other too. I've I've seen a lot where girls will go <laughs> like touch each other's hair and stuff. So I, I I feel like in America it's kind of uh, when people do that, it's like, what are you doing? Because people don't just touch each other's hair. But I <laughs> like I've I've been around girls not guys guys never have never asked to do that well once a guy to ask but i've been around girls they touch each other's hair all the time and then like i I understand that it's it's a thing but it's still a little weird yeah yeah i know that that makes sense yeah but um yeah i think i think that about covers um the whole thing i'd like to thank both y'all for you know telling us all the stuff and Shafar helping out with moderating and all those different kind of things. Um, But um, yeah, I think with that said, that should be like the end of this interview. And is is there anything either one of you guys want to mention or like, you know, close it out with if you like promoting something like Shafar, do you do anything at all? Yeah, I do the Super Chevy Brothers podcast at you can email us at Super Chevy Brothers at (laughs) gmail.com. I never heard that before. Yeah. That, that's all I do. And I'm a soundboard man, too. I do that. Yeah. He hasn't been doing any of that so far this episode. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I could change. <laughs> oh, God. All right. How about well, you, Zippy? Any, anything going on with you? Are you... What what are you like? Yeah. Do you like paint? Or are you... Do you have, like, a band? Or... <laughs> what, you got anything? I'm trying to get my youtube channel started but i'm having difficulty with like the editing software so it's still gonna take me a while yeah so hopefully that'll be up and running soon so okay yeah yeah well it's cool yeah i'm sure people want to hear from you and see what you have to say and i know shavar i mean you you have a youtube channel too right or is it ours it's ours it's ours it's ours okay it wouldn't (laughs) seem like it because of who makes the videos but it's ours um yeah it's ours yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, what do we have? Do we have anything up on our YouTube page? So people S- go see? There's going to be God of War stuff soon. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. that's smart. That's smart. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm just going to plug more podcast stuff. Um, the Discord's up. The link's going out this week, and it should have been out last week. That's my fault. You'll see it go up. And <laughs> Um, for the first like month or two, we're just gonna let people join, and then we're gonna start closing it off, like making it real exclusive and stuff. But um, yeah, and you can follow us at Super Chevy Bros on Twitter. I oh, mean, you know, Super Chevy Bro on Twitter. No, and yeah, no email. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Yeah. That's all I really have to say. But um, with that said, we hope we can do more stuff like this in the future. I like this more than our normal format a little more. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, that was. This is episode 10, right, Trevor? Uh, let's make this a special episode. We'll have special episodes. This special is special episode? episode one. Yeah, there you go. It's our special episode one. Um, thank you so much, Zipporah, for taking time out of your day to speak with us. I know that there's a ton of other stuff you could be doing, so I really appreciate that. <laughs> thank oh, no you. Problem. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this special episode of Super Chevy Bros. Um, we'll be back again next week, and you know this one will come out in between another episode. Two episodes in one week. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um... But yeah, um, with that said, bye, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.